Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Good. What's going on over there? I'm terrific. Are you sure? Yeah, why? Oh, you were just like, hi. I don't know. I just I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of air in my voice. <laughs> but um yeah, no, everything's good. Uh I am still healthy, I guess, after going to that thing. Mm-hmm. So video game video selly game, thing. Video game selly thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what fun. it's officially called. Video game selly thing. Yeah. It's actually it was nice because uh, you know, you're in this uh, arcade and they have like all sorts of like Japanese video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that you're, you know, you commonly would, you still would see mm-hmm. like X-Men and Simpsons and House of the Dead and stuff. Sure. But then they got weird stuff like these uh, Japanese shoot, like space shooters mm-hmm. that uh, that I enjoy uh, that are like just crazy, like bullet hell type of things bullet hell yeah that's what that's a genre of uh space shooters where you're just like there's nothing but like bullets you know lasers on the screen and it's you know you basically is that what america is <laughs> america it's bullet hell <laughs> i guess that's one way to put it yeah 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 um yeah so i went there they had uh they also had the typing of the dead I really like the concept of this game because this sounds like something I'd actually be good at. Yeah. So the concept of the game, and this came out on like on Dreamcast like years ago, mm-hmm. but the concept of the game is basically it's House of the Dead, mm-hmm. which is a light gun game where you shoot zombies, you know, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're an arcade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, instead of using a gun, you use a typewriter. And when the zombies show up, they have like words above them. Yeah. And so you just have to type the words as fast as you can in order to uh, to move on so the zombies don't bite you. Finally a game I'd be good at. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird concept, but it, it's actually it was, it was I've never seen it. I've never had a chance to play it let alone in an arcade. Right. So that was a very novel concept uh for me to experience and uh yeah, so it was nice. Um but you know I also you know sold a few things. I took my gimmicks. Nobody bought my gimmicks. Sorry, babe. Some people just kind of looked at them and went like, went, eh, you know. But then it was just frustrating because after, you know, everybody left after a certain amount of time because they went to like another place that had like a grand opening. Mm-hmm. And like I ended up like getting the wrong address or the wrong location given to me by Apple. Mm-hmm. So it took me always somewhere where I didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, well, I'm kind of screwed, you know, and actually trying to sell more things because I probably could have sold a bit more things. I was actually looking forward to that, but sure, I guess not. But uh, yeah, and then today I sold, uh, I went ahead and sold some more video games, some more crap, and you know, tried to sell my cheerleaders DVD. Yeah, how'd that go? They only want to give you like 250 for it. Sorry, babe. So it's, it's, it's an out of print DVD that apparently goes for much more online. Oh. So I'm going to try to like keep it online and see if somebody buys it there. Yeah. Because I have it up for like a decent price. The cheerleaders being uh, when I when, like years ago when I was a, a young, young hunk. Um, young hunk. Yes. In the, in the mid, mid aughts. Was that a thing? Were you a young hunk? I was young. Were you just like a slab of muscly beef? I mean, I was my, at my fittest. I don't know if I was muffler. I don't know if I was beef, but I was lean beef. <laughs> I just think young hunk to me always. I picture like a Ken doll. No, like, like a muscular Ken doll. No, I wasn't like muscular. Like some think, some like quarterback. Like I was wearing a varsity jacket. Yeah, he's wearing like a varsity jacket, and you know he's just like sixteen, but getting tail and just. I was stuffing people in the lockers, even though I was twenty-five. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm just finding people. I was like, I'm going to stuff you in his locker. I was like, hey, man. And everybody's like, he's the most popular guy in school. And he's he, like, like, drinks beers and, like, like I don't know. It's like, yeah, because he's of age. He's been in school for No, no, he's 10. only, like, 16. And he's no. like, oh, okay. yeah, he's just, like, super athletic 16-year-old. And he's going to be like, you know, take the football team to victory and, like, fuck the head cheerleader. Like, that's what yeah. I think of what I think. When you say the word hunk, that's what I think of. Yeah, that's a hunk. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's the official term of a hunk. But I, was I assume a, so. I was in my 20s. I was a... 20 something hunk. 
You look at me with such. I don't ever picture you being a hunk. I no. don't see you as muscly, most popular guy in school. I wasn't popular. That's what a hunk is. I was living on my own, though. You can't be a hunk unless you were the most popular guy in school. Well, I wasn't in school. Well, like, then you're not a hunk. <laughs> you can be a hunk outside of school. No, you cannot. Oh, sorry. Hunk is for high school only because it's a dumb word. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry that, sorry that you're, you're, play, you're, you're ageist against hunks. <laughs> I am. A, yes. Hunks can only be a certain age and I will hear nothing else. <laughs> what about Chris Maloney? Could Chris Maloney be a hunk? Uh, isn't he a zaddy? Oh, that's right. He's a zaddy. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's already got one term. I was going to say he already has a designation. That's what, that's, what you're, that's what you're doing on Twitter. You're telling people, it's like, hey, he's not a hunk. <laughs> I am correcting everybody Correct. calling him a hunk. Yes. Which literally no one has done. <laughs> but you're ready to. Um, sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. ready to jump in and defend the definition of hunk, no matter who it is aimed at. That's true. Okay. So there Great. you go. I, I am here watch for out on, watch out internet I'm a hunk purist <laughs> you're hunkerist I, I believe in using the proper definition of the word mm. like one of those annoying people with grammar except I only use it in the word hunk <laughs> your education is wasted it, it, pff, <laughs> duh yeah I know <laughs> trust me I've known my education is wasted since I was actually getting my degree <laughs> I was like you're like I'm, I'm like, gonna waste this this is I'm like, this is a waste of fucking time and money. As as but here we are. As soon as I got my diploma, I just ran out and threw it in a trash can. You never even opened yours, so I don't want to hear it. That's true. I didn't. I was, I was too ashamed. I believe you said you weren't going to open it until you had like a job in entertainment. Well, you have a job in entertainment and you still haven't opened it. I've opened it. No, you didn't open it. It's still in that envelope. No, it's sitting in the thing. Oh, because I remember when you first got it in the mail, you refused to open it for years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Well, anyways, when I was a young hunk, I, uh, I owned this DVD called The Cheerleaders, and it was a three DVD set of these uh, 70s, like, exploitation. I don't know why you just Exploitation say, films. When I was a young guy. Young, whatever. <laughs> you just, just picture me with, like, you know, with less fat. I'm just picturing you with a shoulder neck now. Oh, okay. Okay. So picture, just picture, just picture me, picture me on Goldberg's body. Okay, done. But young Goldberg. Yeah. I don't know. Goldberg's in great shape for me at his age. Yeah. Any, any, any stage of Goldberg. Just yeah, picture me on, yeah. picture, picture me with my head on him. Okay. Done. And I am, I am. And, and you're wearing a varsity jacket. I'm wearing a varsity jacket with the sleeves cut off. And you're watching cheerleaders. The cheer, the cheerleaders. Uh, or there's the, the cheerleaders, the revenge of the cheerleaders. And the uh, the swinging cheerleaders. What happens in Revenge of the Cheerleaders? I don't know. I've never watched it. What the fuck? Why do you have it? Because I finally watched the one. Well, which one? The cheerleaders. So what happens in the cheerleaders? They fuck the football team and nobody could play football. Do they get benched? Or no, are they too no, busy no, fucking? What happened, no, what happens is, so they, they, the, the cheerleaders fuck the football team. They're their football team. Uh-huh. Right? They uh, they they're too tired to play in the game, and they're not playing <laughs> in the game, right? So okay. so in order to so in order to uh, they're too, too 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 they're too tired to play in the game that's coming up, and you know so they're like oh my god we fucked the cheerleader the the, the we fucked the the football players, they're too tired. How about we go and fuck the opposing team? So is this a porn? No, I mean it's kind of a it's a, it's you know it's a porn, but there's no penetrations. Then what the fuck's the point? I don't know. It's just a zany sex farce. I'm assuming there's boobs. Well, there is, but I don't think there's are any there dicks. I don't recall any penises. Then what the fuck are we doing? I here? know it's kind of it's kind of you know kind of a not featuring equal opportunity nudity. It, uh, what movie really is? That's true. So so they go and fuck the other football team. So the other football team is too tired. The other team is too tired, but they forget one guy. And that one so guy. So he plays football by himself. No, he play like he like the. I don't know. Somehow because you know he, what? If that happened, it'd be the best movie I've ever seen. Somehow he he manages <laughs> to be the best player, even the most agile player on the team. So the cheerleader that like the young cheerleader who had to prove herself goes into halftime and fucks that guy. <laughs> I'm 
So I just, I like the idea that the entire football team is too tired. Uh-huh. So both football teams are just in the locker room and there's one guy in the field. And he's like, I'm playing football against me. Yeah. No, he's playing against the other team, but no, he's no, like, no, like, I want him to old because everybody else is too tired. I want him to be. So he throws the ball up in the air and then he runs yes, and catches it. Yes. Yes. It is a one man football game and it would be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Actually, that would have been a great logical conclusion to the cheerleaders. I mean, fucking this is Hollywood really should pay me. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no. look at the brilliance that is just coming out of me sitting here on this podcast. I know you're, you're we're breaking down the finer, the breaking down the, the logic of a seventies exploitation movie. Right. And really trying to, uh, trying to, you know, make it better. Uh, That's I, what we're doing. Uh, we're making we, it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then there's the revenge of the cheerleaders, which I never got around to watching. And then there's the swinging cheerleaders, which features a young David Hasselhoff as the character boner. There's always a boner. There's yeah, always a character named Boner. That's in these David movies. Hasselhoff in this movie, but I don't know if he's like he participates in uh, things. Does he house his cheeseburger in this movie? Yeah, he's just he's just on the floor eating cheeseburgers. So what, <laughs> is, what, is, what are the cheerleaders getting revenge? I, that, on, I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> I don't know if they got revenge. I don't know. I mean, I hope it's, you know. Did you just like never make it through? You were just like too horny. Well, what, happened, what happened was after I watched the cheerleaders, finish. I ended up like the, 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 the football team. I was like, I can't, I can't continue. <laughs> I'm too drained. And instead of starting the next session with revenge of the cheerleaders where you're just like, I'll go back to the beginning. No, I just never watched the other ones. <laughs> I just never got around to it. And I've had this DVD for like, 16 years <laughs> and then I got I, I found it and I was like oh wow I actually have this it's actually kind of worth something you know so I was going to try to sell it and somebody made me an offer and I didn't take it so now that now I didn't sell it because I'm trying to get like a good coin for it and now I'm debating whether or not I should want finish what finish the trilogy I mean you how will you ever survive not knowing what happens in Revenge of the Cheerleaders I mean, I've been doing pretty the good swinging cheerleaders I've been doing pretty good for the past decade I mean plus. will you really be able to leave this world one day not knowing what happens at the end of the trilogy I don't know I'll have to, I'll have to ponder that yeah you should I'll have to ponder that as when I get to the pearly gates or wherever it is I get and the, the guy there that's just like he's like hey do you know St. Peter Pop asks quiz. what happened in Revenge of the Cheerleaders and you can't answer him and he's like going to hell and all these other people are going past me because they all know because they all pretty much <laughs> you know every other straight dude just walking past you because they've seen the trilogy yeah, everybody else is like, hey, man, I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> you know, too we ex- all had the DVD. Too exhausted to finish the fucking trilogy. 16-year <laughs> refractory period. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is why where we're at. What, because, us? Or just like life or uh, the world? Uh, you, know or everything. Like- you know what? Everything. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to blame everything on okay. it. Just, if, just, just you us. know what? You know what? If you had finished that trilogy, the Rona might not be here. Oh, you know what? <laughs> what if I did it? What if I did? What if I finished it all at once and they, that would have changed the course? Like, it would have maybe would have like restricted me from going out at a certain time and adding to a certain carbon footprint that might have anticip- anticipated the further the the creation of the Ronas mm-hmm. and, uh, and and all the other terrible things that have happened. Yeah, it's all your fault. God damn. Should have finished it. No, I know. I am suffering for the sins of the world <laughs> because I did not finish the cheerleaders trilogy. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't do anything. Right. We just talk about this. We just, we just talk about. Actually, it's more entertaining. It is more entertaining. <laughs> I mean, it's not really, it's actually not that much. More, yeah. Cause it's, compared to like what I did, I was with the video game thing and I sold some things. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I went to the store with my mom. Jen made bee burgers. I did make, you know what? They weren't bad. They were pretty good. Yeah, they yeah. weren't bad at all. They actually held together. Yeah. I was that's the trick. That's the that's the, the, the gimmick to bean well, burgers. I got them out of that together. vegan book. Yeah. I, well, I got mine out of a vegan book too, and they just turned into mush, but I think I didn't do it right. So, you know, even after I froze them, they just kind of like turned it to glop. Yeah. No, these seem to hold, hold together pretty well. Yeah, kind, of, no. kind of impressed. I was actually really impressed. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good stuff. Yeah. That being said, let's take a break. I'll have to recover from my refractory period from talking about the cheerleaders. <laughs> we'll see you guys in 16 years. <laughs> see you guys <laughs> 16 years later. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this from a, a burned out husk because there's no ozone layer left. 
just a pile of ashes recording a podcast. Yep, sounds right. <laughs> it's like that scene in it's like that scene in Terminator Two with everybody when everybody turns to flaming skeletons, but they have headphones on <laughs> and they got microphones. And they're recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But it was Judgment Day. But also Judgment Day. Yes. <laughs> also Judgment Day. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back with a book for this week. He said I was a liar. I'm not. People think you are good, but you are bad and hard-hearted. I'll let everyone know what you have done. I am a free human being with an independent will which I now exert to leave you. To marry you would kill me. I'm a badass woman. What's wrong with that? Can't hold me back. Yeah, I'm a badass woman. Just me. Dear Reader, a Jane Eyre podcast. Join me, Stella, as I look at the legacy of Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte through the lens of its varied and various interpretations. TV, film, radio, theater, sci-fi, erotica? Pun intended. Does Jane Eyre transcend culture, time, place, and galaxy? Listen and find out. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. You can't ignore, you can't ignore no more. I'm a badass woman. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Infinity Inc. number 15 from June 1985. Uh, this is one actually I've been meaning to read for a while uh, because I have this in particular because this, uh, did you realize, did you find, um, realize who's the artist in this book? No. Uh, this is Todd McFarlane. Oh. It is one of Todd McFarlane's early works. Uh, I don't think it's his first, like, mainstream work or something like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's another book or something. But it's one of his earlier works. And uh, he, he did work on this book. Because at the end, they're like, hey, he's going to be the regular penciler. And, and I don't know if he did more than that. I, th- I mean, maybe he did and maybe moved on to something else or maybe moved on to Marvel. Hmm. Who knows? But uh, Tom McFarlane, of course, uh, creator of Spawn, uh, Toy Magnate, Magnate, mm-hmm. and uh, he is uh, very prolific, uh, owner of many rare baseballs and hockey pucks. Okay. Because he's, uh, he's a big goober for uh, collectibles. Mm-hmm. We once uh, were at a comic book convention and everybody was standing in line to see him and it was a really, really long line and it was just one of those things where I was just like, why the hell would you do that to yourself? Right. I think we were standing on I think that's where I saw Adrian Curry pass by and I took that picture of a tiny picture of uh, Adam West. Yes. That was an interesting day. But uh, Infinity Inc. number 15, uh, it is on the cover here. We have uh, the Infinity Inc. crew uh, standing behind a guy or a girl. Or a girl. Uh, we don't really know exactly what because that's very much debated in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, they. They. Yes. They are named Chroma. And uh, Silver Scarab, so you got Silver Scarab, uh, Nuclon, Jade, Northwind, Fury, and Star Spangled Kid. And they are yelling at Obsidian. Mm. And Obsidian, they're uh, Silver Scarab's saying, Obsidian, lay one hand on Chroma and you'll reckon with us. And so Obsidian's like, but that alien kid's a menace to everybody on Earth. Mm-hmm. So we uh, are going to find out exactly what the hell's going on here. And uh, we start off. Oh, actually, well, <laughs> this is uh, so this, the title of the book is called A Song Without End. Amen. Mm-hmm. And the way I read it initially, I, was a, I thought it was a song without men. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. Just just the it looked all like that. But. Yeah, so Infinity Inc., of course, the kids of the JSAers, mm-hmm. they're, it is a, is a super force or a super team of young heroes. And they are, uh, they're, they're having an issue because everybody heard this chroma f- per- person, alien, mm-hmm. sing, and they're all mesmerized by it. Yes. This is a very stupid book. It is stupid. I just want to point this out. You had to have bought this. 
I did because it was a, it was a Tom McFarland thing. I was very I interested would by that. Never buy this book. <laughs> yeah, you would have. No, no, I wouldn't have, uh, and I did you're not. Very, you're, you're much more broad with your tastes sometimes. I, I, I am, and there's no way I would have bought this book. And then I'm reading this book, very annoyed by the little frame at the top of the page of every page. Uh, oh yeah, it's because it's kind of like it's this trying to say something very deep and not succeeding. At all. It's kind of like there's two comics there are. going on at and the same time. And they smash them together to try to say something about, A, the inevitability of death, and B, how our culture is basically brainwashed by television. Yeah. And they were like, they're the same. And you're like, no. Also, why? Yeah. So <laughs> that's where we are with this one. So they are. Uh, so we got Obsidian, who, as we could tell from the cover, he is very much against this. Uh, I do like Obsidian. He seems very cranky. He is. Cr- well, he's a shadow. Yeah, he's a shadow him. man. Yeah. He is a man made of darkness. I like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm not surprised. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, look, you know, you all can't be crazy serious about this Chroma guy because because so, apparently, so apparently Chroma sang a song. Yes. He sang a song at, at the way from what I'm understanding here. He uh, at Griffith Park at Griffith Park we're in LA and it's something called the Stone Dead concert. So I'm assuming it's a, it's an am- amalgamation of the, the 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 Rolling Stones and the Grateful Dead. Mm. I was thinking more of like a Lollapalooza festival. Perhaps you think it's a, a festival. Perhaps a Burning Man. I don't know. This is a little early for those. Yeah, I don't think we're doing festivals. I don't think, uh, you know. This is not Woodstock 99. No, it's not. <laughs> no one's burning down a pretzel truck or whatever the fuck they did. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's nobody's dunking themselves in, uh, in communal oh, showers. God. Oh, the shit piles. Oh, the man. Shit. It was really upsetting. Watch that documentary the, on uh, HBO Max. Watch that Woodstock 99 documentary and just be horrified. And also, it really kind of explains how we got where we are today. Because I didn't watch that rest of that DVD. This is all your fault. Woodstock 99 would never have happened. That's true. No, it didn't happen. I, they had the DVD after Woodstock 99. Oh, okay. Could have prevented so much. So he, he re-sings the song. But the thing is, though, the, it's described as a wordless song. Yeah, I'm assuming it's that part in, okay, no one's going to get this reference from me. So there's that part in Shallow where Lady Gaga sings uh, with Bradley Cooper, uh-huh. where she just goes like, oh, and it's just that for like a minute. Yeah, but it's like for however, however long the song yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming if you just took that and stretched it to three minutes, that would be your wordless song. <laughs> I'm just imagining it like. For some reason, then my for some reason I'm imagining this corrosion, but just hey now, hey now to now. No, those are words. I know, but they're words. You, you just you, you see, he forgot the words of this corrosion, and he just went. <laughs> I saw a very funny meme about this corrosion. Where it was just like the beginning of this corrosion, it was like a picture of like the inside of a church. Yes. You know, because that's how this corrosion starts. And then it's like the rest of the song. And it was just like a picture of Jesus breakdancing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is true. I was like, this is accurate. <laughs> hey, now, hey, now, now, now. Sing this corrosion to me. So, so I guess as this guy, as a, as Chroma is singing, uh, Obsidian just goes on stage and punches him. <laughs> Which, because he, as this happened in the previous issue, where I guess Chroma was singing and he was shooting off these like beams or something, and Obsidian, who's pure darkness, was absorbing these beams and he wasn't like affected by this this song that everybody seems to now believe that there's like, Oh my God. It's because he's pure darkness. He's pure darkness. And, everybody... and he's already accepted the inevitability of death. Yes. So that that's if all the goths would just be like, whatever chroma we've seen, we see, we get it. We know. Get but off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Bring uh, us crew shadows. <laughs> uh, but it, it is Grade 45. The, it is those who seemingly have not accepted your own mortality. Uh, it cannot Christian s- death. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, they're coming. Anyway, um, those who have not accepted the inevitability of death are obsessed with this song. 
Right. And they, cause, cause like, this I, is I, like when the cure has a hit. <laughs> so they're trying to, cause, cause so the song is in a way like getting people to realize that the inevitability of is, 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 is kind of like telling them like that they're going to die, they're going to die, but they're trying to, but apparently he was going to say how and when, or when, but then obsidian punched him. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't actually tell anyway go on at the end there's like a whole thing he's like i do not know when it's just inevitable and you're like well we all know we're gonna die yeah it's it's ridiculous you're not breaking any new ground here bro so that happened and so he so obsidian punched him and he immediately chroma chroma immediately went into a coma right chroma went to the coma chroma in a coma who ended up having to go to the hospital so they take this alien to a hospital and just put him in a fucking <laughs> yeah, actually, hospital actually, room. I do enjoy the idea they took him to a hospital. Yeah, I'm like, not as like, a, as a, and they, they and, and later on we just kind of realize they're like, yeah, we just we just had him here, you know. Yeah, I, not I, a military I, I, facility, not a super secure, you know, whatever. They take him to like Mount Sinai. Or later, like, later on, like Cedar Sinai. Later on, they they go to. Um, they go to the, when the infinity Dean goes to the, to the hospital mm-hmm. and they're talking to the cop and the cops like, yeah, you know, the FBI wants to get involved. It's like, yeah, you think? Oh yeah. You I'm think? surprised the military hasn't already raided this complex. It's like, yeah, we're taking over guys. Right? No, nothing. They, they don't even bother. And there is all over the TV because at the very top of this, every page on this book is like TVs. And like, you see people on TV, like news reporters reporting and people being interviewed and whatever. So, as all that's happening, uh, Infinity Inc. is arguing with each other because Chroma... Well, they're arguing with Obsidian. With Obsidian. And Obsidian wants to turn off the TV because apparently the news just keeps looping it. So it's like a 24-hour news cycle with this Chroma guy. So uh-huh. they keep just playing this song. And Obsidian's like, turn it off. I was like absorbing their rainbows or whatever. And so I've seen into their soul and there's nothing... Uh, but everybody else is like, I don't know, it's kind of a catchy tune. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's got yeah. a hook. You know, it's, we're just studying tapes. You know, we're just, just we're just you know watching this like, over and over and over again, and we're enjoying the the we're vibing. You know, we're yeah, it's when being, everybody was really into the Macarena. It was like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the Infinity just keeps doing the Macarena. Yeah, it's like somebody He's like, stop dancing. Somebody's old aunt at a wedding. <laughs> like that's just what's happening with Infinity Egg. So they're like arguing, and finally. What ha- what happens now? Well, one of these days I'm going to take a picture of this setup. Why? And I'm going to put because it truly is that I do this all from memory, and you look at the book. <laughs> well, so, should, should I get like a projector or something? I don't know because I can't see what you're looking at. So I'm like, wait, where are we? So a lot of the times when I'm like, oh, and then that thing happens, I'm literally remembering it off the top of my head. So what am I looking at? Well, so this is when uh, Star Spangled Kid shows up. Can we talk about how that is the worst costume I've ever seen? It's it's cool. He gets he gets a, he gets a worst costume where he takes off the the the, the thing and he uh, he has like just hair, but it's all still American it, looking. Star Spangled Kid's costume looks like a costume I would have created for a sketch. <laughs> if I was writing a sketch about superheroes and I wanted one to look super dumb. That is the costume I would have created. Just pasting a bunch of stars to your your torso. It's just basically like a Zentai suit with stars on it. Yeah, and it's really dumb. Oh, the idea too is that he who's so, his parent? Who's because they're all kids of somebody. Oh, I for <laughs> Jesus Christ! I should know. I don't know. Um, I don't know some jabroni. Um, some really American jabroni. I don't. Do you know what? I should, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pause you, it. You look. Wait. Can as you do that, I'm actually gonna talk because I would also like to discuss as you're looking that up. Uh, Silver Scarab, who apparently is the child of Hawkman and Hawk Girl slash Woman. I don't know which Hawk person we're on, and it's Silver Scarab. And you're like, oh, that makes sense because they have like this Egyptian background. But there is also another, there's a winged person on this team. And I'm like, who is not, that's what I, how their parents. Yeah. Silver Scarab should have wings and they don't. And then this other person who looks like a bird shows up night flappy or something. I don't know what this person's name is. Can it be night flappy? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> it could be night flapping. Okay, okay. Or north wind. Oh, I really like night flapping. <laughs> no, actually, he's not the child of anybody. Then what the fuck's he doing on this team? I, I thought this know. was he, a child he, team. He was he was a kid superhero. He's like he's a young boy. <laughs> this is the nepotism team. Oh, hang on. The... Sylvester Pemberton. They do interview his mother though. Or yes. no, someone's mother. They interview a few people's mothers. But not a superhero, just like a lady with glasses. Yeah, no, he um he was one of those kid superheroes that had like an adult sidekick, so he was like inverse Batman. Wait, there was a there that was a thing? Yeah, he was he was a kid superhero that looked like that. And then no. and then he had a guy named Stripesy. No. Who was a just a redheaded dude that wore a striped white white and white and red striped shirt. And that was uh <laughs> That was not a thing. Please tell oh, no, me. Oh no, 100 percent was a thing. Please tell me there were not child superheroes with adults. I there hundred percent was, yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like an inverse Batman. <laughs> I Honestly, could not think of a dumber thing than that. Yeah, it's, it's and a sadder thing than that. Because how would you like to be a superhero and be like, "I am a child's sidekick"? Yeah, uh, it kind of feels like that now when like everything, everything is like older now, or everything's like it's like I'm older, but like all the the um, hip teens, hip teens, and like you know, like media makers are all younger. Yeah, like they're all the YouTubers. Like I, I learned out, I learned who Beast is. He's like a like an like an internet guy. Sure. Who aren't they all? YouTube guy or something. Apparently has like all the followers, and he's you know it's just I, I I've never heard of him. What does he do? I don't know. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Nobody has a thing. They don't do anything. They just sit there and do like weird sketches and open things, and then do like the, the challenges and stuff like that. And kids, you know, because the thing is, because kids watch YouTube all the time. Uh huh. They just, you know, they find these things and they're like, oh man, this is fun. You know, and they, they, you know, they see somebody their age doing stuff. So, uh, and they okay. kind of grow up with that. Man, my reference is going to be Little Nas X. I was going to be like, if I was hanging out with Little Nas X, would I be an adult sidekick? You'd be, you'd be, be, There's no way Little Nas would want to hang out with me, though I do find him delightful. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's kind of hip. I was like, you'd I be like, like you'd be like Jen... Why Gen, Gen Y? Oh, that's sad. No, he actually put out a very funny video on Instagram today. Not Instagram, TikTok, but I saw it on Twitter where it was just like, he's like, hi, I'm Little Nas X and I'm going to skateboard. And like, you see him go to the edge of the ramp and then it cuts and all of a sudden it's a white guy wearing the same clothes and he just skateboards and then he comes back and then it flashes back to Little Nas X like standing there holding. He's like, and that's how I skateboard. <laughs> It's surprised it, it wasn't Tony Hawk. It, it might have been. Uh, it was very funny. Star Spangled Kid shows up and he's like, he's like, hey yo, I, I came back from New York trying to get us funding because we're like a like a superhero team in L.A. and we need money. Mm-hmm. So uh, what up? What's going on? And they're like, Obsidian's being weird because he doesn't like the aliens singing, and we all like the aliens singing, but he went on stage and punched them. He actually has a funny line where he just goes. Uh, should I like maybe go out and come back again? Because he just comes in the middle of the middle of all this. All this is argument. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> this is where we find out it's a wordless song. We just see like music being written, mm-hmm. you know, like or, like music notes or whatever. Yeah, and, and it just like there's like a note, there's like an editor's note where it's like it cannot be translated, the wordless song or whatever. And they're like trying to figure out. It's like okay, so perfect kids trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And this is where we learn where like Obsidian was like, yeah, I didn't sense anything. I just had my own soul, yeah, turned back at me. That's what he says later. That doesn't make sense, but sure, yes, yeah, or something to that. My own soul often fights me. Yes. Yeah. So they get a call from the police chief, and the police chief is like, "Yo, come down to the hospital." Because there's this huge crowd up here. Because basically what happened was everybody... Uh, they when, Oh, yeah. They left Griffith Park and, like, went to stand outside this hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And so the... the so the Infinity Inc. gets into the stupidest looking vehicle I've seen. It's a, basically a car... It's like an old-timey car with, like, shitty wings at the bottom. Yeah. It's like... It's like... Uh, it's like... What's his face? Um... Colson with that stupid car that he has. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but this is like way lamer. It's way worse, yeah. 
it's way worse. And so they're flying and everybody's cramped in. They do reference uh, the Thomas Guides. Thomas Guides, yeah. So that's what they had back in the day were these books called the Thomas Guides and it had all the streets of Los Angeles and that's how you navigated LA back in the day. So it was like a map? Like a map. Yeah. But like it was a specific kind of like map for LA. So because the way that they describe it here is like, it's like, yeah, well, you know, we wouldn't know how to get to the hospital if we didn't have this book. Oh God, what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh God. I just had, oh no. Could you imagine? It would be awful. Could you imagine trying to drive around LA with, without your smartphone? I mean, I mean, we did we did that initially. That's true, we did. Well, we had a Garmin. We did, we but we had a GPS. Yeah, because that's literally how we drove across country. Yeah, was using the the GPS system. Could you imagine trying to do it with just a map? I couldn't imagine. I mean, I remember when we used to like have to go to MapQuest and like print out directions. Do you ever remember yeah. doing that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I remember I, I used to do that here when I'd be like, I have to go somewhere I've never been before. Yeah, no, it's 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 we've come a long way. Oh, God, just the idea of trying to navigate Los Angeles without some sort of GPS just gave me such anxiety. I can't even talk about it right now. So uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Northwind is like, yo, can I like get out of the car because it's really cramped in here and like I could fly. And I have like navigation Wings. powers yeah. and stuff. So let me do that. But he's also kind of, he was, when he got hit by like Chroma's beams or whatever, it kind of made him woozy and off kilter. So he's kind of thinking that. And so they go, they got this crowd here and it's a big crowd and people just have like, somebody has just has a sign that says, live Chroma live. <laughs> Chroma tells it like it is. And then another one just says, live. (laughs) (laughs) Live. No, live. Live. So they have to like, you know, kind of contain this, this group, this, uh, this crowd. And uh, Jade uses her, her uh, green lantern powers Mm -hmm. to uh, contain them and kind of put them, uh, whatever. And, Everybody just seems very, uh, you know, everybody, everybody just doesn't understand why they're doing, why they're having to do this, mm-hmm. but they're doing it anyways, except for Obsidian, who's just like, whatever, I'm going to, you know, we, we need to do this. This is where they interview Hawkman, who uh, is Silver Scarab's father. Right. And they're like, and they're like, hey, did you hear that, like, Obsidian, because he, he punched the Chroma? That he's gonna be put on put on like probation, and he's like, no comment. Right. And we're talking. Yeah, because everybody's like, he's so mean for punching that guy because we like that song. I'm like he's an alien. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, just, we don't we don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. We, 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 fucking fools standing around staring at this mofo. Well, also too, you would think that Earth, being having so many uh, experiences with aliens. Yeah. Up to that point, because, you know, we're still in like the, you know, the pre, I think we're, I think we're post-crisis. We're post-crisis, but there's still like aliens and being, I mean, Superman's here. Yeah. You know? I mean. Well, if an alien came down today, we're not going to let it stand there and sing. We're going to do what we do because we're a miserable race of people, humans. We're awful. We'll murder it on sight. And then dissect its body. Probably. Mm -hmm. The military is going to fucking... I don't know, Tomahawk missile that thing. Yeah. Like, what do you mean just to hang out with it, put it in a fucking hospital? And so there's this also here where I'm confused, but like, are they shooting at them here? Because I am confused by the birds. Well, the birds kind of because I'm like, well, because the Northwind Northwind's flying and then the TV helicopter like kind of like cuts them off. I thought and he has like power over birds. Oh, because at first when I saw that, and I realized there were all the birds. I was like, is he summoning birds? Because at first I was like, did they turn him into a billion feathers? Was it like a bird strike? And they just splattered Northwind all over the fucking place. Yeah, I know. He just splatters on the windshield. That would have been very amusing. Uh, R.I.P. Northwind. 
Yeah, uh, who's Northwind's parents? Not the people with wings, apparently. Because really, if you were Northwind in this group, if you were going to ask me, if you put Scarab, Silver Scarab, and Northwind side by side, and you're going to say, Jen, you don't know anything. Who is Hawkman's child? I'm going to guess the person with the wings. And I would be wrong. And I'm very confused as to why that is why it doesn't make any sense. His parents have wings. Shouldn't he have wings? I'd be so pissed off. Yeah, I mean, like so a part, he's like a part of like a like a like a like a race of like avian people. Yeah. So he's not really a, he's just a young hero. Oh, man, you know, this this whole nepotism group is getting weirder by the minute. Mm hmm. Can you like buy your way in? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what happened uh, with, uh, with the Star Spangled Kid. He's got all the money. Well, I mean, that's usually how it works. It's like either your parents are famous or you have a lot of money, and that's how you get in with the cool crowd. Yeah, that's basically it. But the, uh, but, the, but these people aren't very cool. The only one that I think I think is cool in this group is Jade. Mm. Jade and Obsidian. Yeah, I like Obsidian. Jade and Obsidian are dope. Nuclon's kind of he's okay. Yeah, he became Adam Smasher, and I think Adam Smasher is kind of neat. Yeah. But uh, the rest of them are kind of jabronis. They're dorks. Jade. You tell them they look like dorks. <laughs> so Jade builds a wall. That's right. She builds a big wall. and They call it the her... walls of Jericho, actually. Yeah. Chris Jericho out there stretching people. So Outside of a hospital. <laughs> so uh, she's talking of, she does say something here where she keeps, she's like, hey, Silver Scarab, you should stay with me in case there's any pole vaulters in the audience. And I really want to see somebody just being a pole vaulter and trying to jump over that thing. That would be very good. Um, I wish that would have happened. So, And then the rest of them go in and they're like, oh, hey, you're just sitting in a hospital room there. Yeah, because they go, they go in. This is when uh, the, the police chief's like, he's like, they're like, yeah, you know. He's we, here. He's or here. They're here. You know, and we, I, and I, I can't get, I can't, we couldn't really tell. Did they say they did tests on him or they didn't do any tests? I on couldn't him? tell. Because it's like, like, we don't know what gender he is. We don't know if he even is a gender. Yeah. That's why I'm calling it Chroma a they. Chroma. Chroma you know? does not identify as any one gender. Yeah. So he's just sitting in the, he's just sitting in a, in a hotel room and. No, it's or, a or, hospital. Or, or hospital room, excuse me. And, uh, and this is kind of like when we, when do we start the fight here and why? I don't know, because this is eventually everybody starts fighting. Well, eventually what happens is. There's a lot of people standing around talking in this book. Chroma is like, he's not saying it because he, he hasn't said anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts talking. Yeah, Chroma starts talking. Because it was like, well, we need to find out how to communicate. And he goes, yeah, communicate. I want to I want to communicate with everybody on Earth. Yes. And I realized. The organism of Earth. The organism. Is what they say. Organism Earth. I want to. I wish to communicate only to all of organis all of organism Earth at once. Yes. He realizes that orgasm Earth. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> I don't know what this I'm talking orgasm about. Earth. <laughs> I'm thinking Battlefield Earth. So could you he, imagine something called Orgasm Earth starring John Travolta? Uh, no? I'd imagine he would be. It would be like the space movie, but it would also be him. But it, but his head would be like grease. So he'd like look like Danny Zuko. If he looked like Danny Zuko, he could probably pull off Orgasm Earth. But if he looked like John Travolta now, or like what he did in Battlefield Earth, because didn't he kind of look like a weird? Well, yeah, 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 like dreadlocks and shit. Yeah, he looked like a, a one of those Urukais from Lord of the Rings meets like a Rob Zombie hellbilly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, he was uh, no. If he it had to be um, him, just uh, looking like uh, Danny Zuko with yeah, the hair I, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the rest oh. of his body is uh, armored up. Yeah, that was Danny Zuko from Greece was a moment for me as a child. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like six. Didn't matter anyway. So he so Chroma mm -hmm. concludes that he's like, look, you guys, you guys are primitive as fuck, and you guys all like look at this TV, this yeah. thing called television, and it's like your collective brain, right? And Wait, he's right. I mean, not Kinda. anymore. Now, wouldn't it just be the internet? Well, yeah, if the internet was like, he would be like going into like, you know, like YouTube or something or whatever. Like Twitter. Or, or Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, but he, he concludes, he's like, well, th at this time, you know, it's the TV. And so uh -huh. I'm just going to get myself on TV and I'm going to uh, just go out to the masses and somebody will broadcast me and uh, I'll get to, you know, probe the world with my, my song or whatever. 
and uh, so the the police chief is like, "Hey, you should stop him from leaving." And this is where we start getting a bunch of fight, where Chroma starts shooting off all these beams and rainbows or whatever. Obsidian is like, "I'm gonna stop him. Like, I'm gonna put an end to all this." So he turns into his shadow dude, and uh, everybody recognizes him too when he's leaving. And people's like, "Hey, he's that guy that put that shadow punched." Chroma, let's go get him. Yeah. So he uh, he, uh, he you know he flies out, but this is when Chroma's already down down by the thing, and he just kind of breaks through this wall that uh, what's her face had up, a Jade had up. Everybody wants him to sing, and he, they're like, sing, 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 and he goes, "You may have heard my song a bunch, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sing it again. But I'm not going to sing it again because your TV is just going to play it." A bunch. So I don't have to sing it. And they're like, so, but I will stand here and answer whatever questions you have. So let's turn this into a Q&A session. It's a shoot interview with Chroma. And nobody stands up and says, I have a, this isn't really a question. It's more of a comment. I feel that we've missed an opportunity. Uh, But they do stand up and they're like, why, where, when? And then finally they're like, you know, He's like, why did you sing this or whatever? And Chroma's like, well, it's because death is inevitable. Uh, y'all are going to die. And they're like, but when, when? And Chroma's like, oh, eventually. Except the fact that you all are going to die. You all died in the past. You will all die in the future. You will die. And Dead. you're like. Yeah, I mean, we kind of know that already. Did we need this alien do- person to come down? And Because I guess Chroma has also, like, taken on the appearance of being humanoid. Right. Just like they've taken on, like, being knocked out. I guess that was, like, a farce or something? Because Chroma says something to that effect. He says something to the effect that he's like, look, I went to a coma because I got hit by obsidian. Yeah. And Obsidian shows it. So after, as this is going on with this Q&A is going on, Obsidian shows up and he's like, he charges at him. And uh, Jade stops him from, uh, from you know, hitting him. And then, uh, yeah, and Silver Scarab, like, shoots him or whatever. And he's like, look, if I would have, if he would have hit me, I would have just pretend to be dead. Yeah. But because of that, because I didn't get killed, quote unquote, I've just decided that I'm bored with you guys. Yeah. That's what it rolls down to. He's like, like, I was just an alien here, just checking y'all out. Mm -hmm. And y'all went crazy for me. Mm -hmm. And now, but that, but it doesn't really interest me anymore. So peace. And he just kind of implodes and turns into a bunch of ash and whatever his humanoid form that he took on is just like dust. Yeah. That's what everybody, then everybody just kind of goes, uh, Oh, no. Yeah, they're like, wait, what? And they're like, well, that was fun. Anyway. Yeah, and Obsidian's just like, you know, he's like, look, I think each person's got an answer to all this for her himself or herself. I mean, what did Chroma's song really show us that we didn't already know before? Mm -hmm. You know, we're all going to die someday, so what's the point? Right. And, you know. And Obsidian, a goth, already knew that. Yeah. That's why he's not impressed with Chroma. No. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. It's and, like why uh, those those of us who were like into like the go- old goth shit, like Bauhaus and Sisters of Mercy and The Cure, don't really like stand for Paramore. Like we already know the band Paramore. Yeah, like all that. They're not really goth. They're though. like new emo shit. Well, new emo, like like that, that's what I mean. It's all become like emo now. I see. Yeah, that's why we don't stand. Mm, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm sure Paramore's fine, but yeah, Paramore's you know it's poppy. I've been new, so just saying. You've been what? Been new. Been new? Yeah. I've been new means I, I've known. Oh, I didn't know. There's another slang? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, that's how that, that's it. That's how the book ends. It just ends on the, this philosophical question. We just move on to uh, the next uh, storyline, which actually is more interesting because it introduces uh, Helix, the, the group Helix. And Mr. Bones. And Mr. Bones, who I believe we might have talked about before We've, the show. Yeah, he's shown up before. Who has invisible skin and a cyanide touch. That's right. 
So he's actually he's actually full skin, and he's he's, he's actually kind of cool, and he smokes. That's right. He was smoking uh, in the last book we read about him. Yeah. So he's kind of he's kind of neat. I kind of like it, but uh, we you know we had to read about this wordy turd of a book. Yeah. What which, was that uh, about? Yeah. I mean, you I, it. I I would probably read the next issue because I know what's coming up, and I kind of like where it's headed. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really fascinated with this story as as much as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, no, I um, I mean, I enjoy a Mr. Bones. I, you know, maybe I'd read that because I do like Mr. Bones. But meh. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it was a bit of a bit of a letdown. I mean, I was it's more of an anomaly or not anomaly, but more of a curiosity because of the art. Mm. You know, and it has to do with uh, Tom McFarland. So you know, that's. Uh, it's kind of what we were what we're dealing with here. Yeah. But um, I guess that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm on YouTube at Angry Hero 79. Just wanted to point that out real quick. I didn't mention that before last week, but um, Angry Hero 79, I am opening up action figures and uh, just doing stuff on there. So you can join me over there. I've got some new videos up uh, as of uh, this recording, so you guys can check those out. I opened up a Mandalorian figure. Yeah. And Baby Yoder and his little feeties. He has feet. He has feet. That actually, honestly, uh, because when you flip him over, he has tiny little feet prints. Like he has the, you can see the bottom of his little green feet (laughs) when you flip him over. And honestly, that was the best part of that entire Mandalorian series. What, his feet? Yeah, he was so cute. We didn't see his feet in the I didn't expect show. no, I mean like the series, like the 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 toy. Oh, the toy, yeah, yeah. That was so exciting. I didn't realize he had feeties. Well, yeah, how do you think he gets around? No, but I mean, like, I didn't realize they were going to put that on the toy. Oh, they did? But they did. And it was really cute. Yeah. It so, is really cute. So we we talk about that on YouTube, Angry Hero well, 7. you do. I, yeah, I do I, not. Yeah, we, I do. I wasn't there. That is that. And uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts. And uh, if you're listening on uh, Listen Notes, listen. That's, that's a thing you people listen to us on. Listen Notes. Mm. You can find us there as well. So mm. that would be uh, so once again folks thanks for listening talk to you again next time bye